This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Leadership Update Brief. Today's entrepreneurs and business leaders face change and transition as a constant part of daily life. Inspired by stories of today's military veterans and service members, we embark on a journey to explore their transformations and equip ourselves with new ideas and motivation towards mastering the challenge of working with dynamic and changing environments. Here's the host of the Leadership Update Brief and the guide to your journey, Ed Brixie. Hello, everybody. My name is Ed Brixie, and welcome to the Leadership Update Brief on C-Suite Radio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This is an incredibly exciting episode. Today, we're talking with Waldo Waltman about moving forward in challenging times, building resilience, and the challenges of doing all this when faced with so much uncertainty, just like we are today. Lieutenant Colonel Waldo Waltman, the wingman, is a Hall of Fame leadership speaker, executive coach, and author of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestseller, Never Fly Solo. He teaches organizations how to build trusting, revenue-producing relationships with their employees, partners, and customers who share his experiences while sharing his experience as a combat-decorated F-16 fighter pilot and businessman. He's a highly experienced combat veteran with over 2,600 flight hours and 65 real-world combat missions, having flown in both in Iraq, enforcing the no-fly zone, and Yugoslavia during Operation Allied Force in 1999. Some of his military honors include five Air Medals, two Aerial Achievement Medals, four Air Force Commendation Medals, and two Meritorious Service Members. Waldo believes that the key to growth and building a culture of trust lies with your wingmen, the, the men and women to your, to your left and your right, who help you overcome obstacles, adapt to change, and achieve success. In business and life, you should never fly solo. We are thrilled to be jumping into a great discussion with Waldo here on the Leadership Update Brief. Thank you, Waldo, for being on the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Leadership Update Brief. This is Ed Brixey, and I'm here today with Lieutenant Colonel Waldo Waltman, who asked the big question to organizations, are you mission ready? How are you doing today, Waldo? I'm doing good, Ed. Happy Monday. Yes, happy Monday. It's great to have you here on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So... You have an incredibly interesting story. I remember seeing you come speak up here at NSA New England not too long ago. And from a fighter pilot to a motivational speaker talking about courage, teamwork, and resilience, that's what led to that leap? Well, for those that don't know, I, I, I'm a decorated fighter pilot. I flew 65 combat missions in Iraq and Kosovo and uh, you know, 
know, traveling the world, deployments, been shot at by missiles, a couple other uh, other things as well. And then uh, three years into my 11-year flying career, I uh, almost died in a scuba diving accident and essentially uh, developed claustrophobia as a fighter pilot. Uh, next time I flew, I was having panic attacks. I had to get the hell out of the plane and basically had PTSD, but it wasn't from a combat mission. It was almost dying in scuba diving. And so for the next 11 years of my flying career, I had to deal with this phobia, this uncertainty and doubt that essentially threatened every day to paralyze my ability to do what I love more than anything else, which was to fly jets, paralyze my ability to serve my team in combat, uh, paralyze my ability to, to live a life of, uh, of fulfillment and, and a future of positivity because it was just very difficult. So part of my journey is how I overcame that fear and the wingman, the relationships that I had that encouraged me and pushed me and drove me to stay in that cockpit and be better than I was the day before, you know. That is, <laughs> that is incredible. You don't hear too many stories about a claustrophobic fighter pilot. And honestly, trauma is trauma any way you look at it, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, we all deal with it. If you look at what's going on right now with the pandemic, with the uncertainty of the future, people's health at risk, the volatile economy, the shrinking uh, 401ks, our kids being schooled at home, people working remotely, unemployment at the highest it's been in decades. There is a lot of anxiety that's uh, been, you know, kind of brought to the surface here for a lot of folks. And so now they're struggling. And just as I, every day, as we, I look to recreate my business and grow in different avenues and create a new value proposition of what I do as a leadership consultant and coach and speaker, we have to recreate, we have to deal with our fears and anxieties, get in our jets every single day and keep pushing up that throttle and doing the job. That's what peak performers do. We don't hide in the hangar and pull back the throttle and abort. We stay airborne, we do the job, we earn our wings and we make, make it happen. No, absolutely, absolutely. And that's something that as military veterans that we bring to the table, I think it's all about the wingman. It's something that we're used to that kind of an environment where we see, we look out for the person next to us more than anybody else. Yeah, the mutual support concept is just so critical in the military, flying jets or in the army, Marines, it doesn't make a difference. You have my back, I have yours. And the concept of being a wingman is that in the jet, you can't see your most vulnerable position, which is behind you, right? Mm -hmm. Like you just can't see if a missile's coming or if you're even leaking fuel. But somebody who, who's at your left or right, they can look over their shoulder and see what you can't see, call out the threat, communicate with you to take action, hopefully save your life. And part of building resilience, I think, in this crazy economy and nurturing relationships and being better than we were yesterday and facing our fears is knowing that we're not doing it alone, that if there is a threat coming, somebody can check our six, call it out to us. But do we have the courage, the skills to take action? Or are we going to doubt what our wingman or wingman tells us uh, and, and not have that relationship? So you have to nurture that relationship. You have to train together. You have to build that trust implicitly because in the heat of battle, when the missiles are coming, and you know this, Ed, <laughs> you can't second guess each other. You've got to take action and trust that your wingman, your team that has your best interest in mind. 
And what, 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 what the, the conflict happens is when people are not willing to take that action and they wind up getting shot down because they didn't listen or their wingman was slacking off and they were not focused on taking care of them, which is also something that happens as well because everybody may have other missiles being shot at them and uh, not be able to check your six or our six. No, absolutely. It's tough. And it's that's something that with training together, I'm sure as a fighter pilot, you experienced this before you ever flew a mission over Iraq or Kosovo. I mean, for the infantry, we spend more than enough time training in the field and getting dirty and building up that team and that trust and just that mutual resilience together more than anything else. And then we, we hold each other accountable as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think what makes soldiers special is that we look ourselves in the mirror at the most important wingman there is and say, do I trust that person? Am I trained? Did I do the hard work? Did I study the tactics and the tools necessary so that I could be an asset to my team? And where relationships fail in business and in life is when the, one of the people are just not prepared there. You haven't done the work. They haven't built that trust in themselves that wingman staring back at us in the mirror. So we push ourselves to have these high standards for ourselves. But that being said, we also have cultural standards where we're all abiding by those standards of excellence. We have that culture, those norms and rules, both written and unwritten are established. So when you're looking at yourself, you have to ask, hey man, do, am I doing the work in particular now? Am I learning the technologies? Am I picking up the phone? Am I uh, learning new skill sets, mindsets that will enable me to be an asset and a resource rather than being lazy and full of fear and in the hangar slacking off? You've got to be out there growing. So that's one of my messages to folks is to say, what can I do today to get better? How do I improve? What do I need to do to get coaching or invest in the podcast, the book, just like they're doing with this right now? so that there's another tool, another strategy and tactic available so that I could be a resource to others and build that confidence I have in myself that spreads to my team. And they say, I want Ed on my team. I want Waldo. They're gonna have my back. They're prepared. They're prepared. I need somebody there. And so we gotta do the hard work we have to train uh, and that'll allow us to fight uh, as effectively as well. We, you know, as you, as you heard, you know, we fight like we train. Absolutely. We fight like we train. And what's the number one thing that you're looking for, for building up those tools within people? So you want to build some of that, those cultures and those norms. What's the number one asset attitude that you're looking for, for a potential wingman or somebody to have by your side? I, I, there are two things. I want somebody to be approachable and coachable. If you look at your team, if you look at yourself, as you nurture relationships, learn new skill sets, develop acumens and, and uh, new habits in this new norm that we're in right now, you know, dealing with the, the, the volatility of the market and the economy and our business and our, our relationships. Got to say, can people tell me I'm wrong? Am I approachable? Or are people going to let me get shot down watching a missile come up me because they don't want to hear me make an excuse to get defensive or turn into an asshole? Mm. Right? Absolutely. And so, so I want somebody who's approachable, but also someone who's coachable, who says, hey, thank you for that feedback. I didn't see that missile. I didn't, I didn't know what, you're, what you were sharing. And thank you for making me feel uncomfortable and telling me what I need to hear and not what I want to hear. 
So get rid of the yes men and yes women in your life who are going to take you, your mediocre motivation or skill set and say, oh, he's, he's okay. I'm just going to not say anything. I'm going to accept him for being him being average. No, no, no. I want wingmen. I want a squad, you know, top guns who are pushing each other, uh, delivering that feedback with tact, and then saying, how do I get better? What do I need to read? Give me something. Let me put in the time. And so that is another key concept when, when it comes to building and nurturing trust. Uh, approachable, coachable, man. Mm-hmm. Two big things. And it starts with ourselves before our teammates. We got to do it before we expect others to. Oh, absolutely. It's, you can't build trust without giving trust first, right? And if you can't, if you're not acting approachable, you're not going to bring the approachable people around you. <laughs> yeah, and it's not to say that they may be wrong as well. There may be some feedback that is off base. You can't listen to every coach, every piece mm-hmm. of advice that you're given, but uh, but filter it with with your knowledge, your your you, you know, filter it through your heart, and and make sure it it, it melds with who you are, and that you're. And also that you're not just going to make excuses, you know, a lot of times people give us feedback and coaching, but guess what? It's going to take hard work and discomfort mm-hmm. to get better, to get back in that jet and, and be that ace, to be that top gun, to be that trusted partner who gets things done and who others want to fly with. No, definitely. And it's those moments where the pucker factor is the highest. That's where you can really tell who your real wingman is and who's somebody that's just along for the ride. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's the relationship and the commitment and the honor and the and the training is only tested when the fun stops, when the missiles are coming, right? When the weather changes, the headwinds come, when you lose the sale, when the relationship is strained, when the economy falters, when these uh, this crisis occurs. And so another big thing, and you're, what I get, I, I see where you're going to with this, Ed. It, it's that. My recommendation also is to have folks reassess who their wingmen are, because we got folks out there now with negative nillies, they're talking negative, they're dragging you down with negative self-talk, they see a future of, of failure and adversity and strife, rather than a future of possibility and enlightenment and growth. And we see it on social media, we may see it at work, you've got to jettison those wing nuts who are dragging you down and, and reassess your team and then bring in top guns who are trained, who are courageous and honest enough with you to tell you what you need to hear and who are, are evolving and, and make sure that you're not the one that's dragging down the teammates as well, because Lord knows we all could be negative. So we have to monitor our trajectory, our flight path every day. Um, but uh, constantly be evaluating your wingman. But once again, evaluate that wingman staring back at you when you put your flight suit on in the morning. Did you do the work? Where's your mindset? Are you filling your mind and heart with positivity and health and nutrition and fitness and skills so that you can be that valuable wingman? Not the perfect one, because we're all going to make mistakes, but the one who's like, man, Ed and Lisa and Sabrina and Joanne and Mike, they're out there working, man. It's a, it's a hardcore environment of accountability with high standards, and uh, that's what allows fighter pilots to fl- fl- uh, flourish, and I think it helps businesses and partnerships flourish the same way. No, absolutely. It's keeping that positive mindset, and what has been, because if you look at our industry, the speakers and the coaches, and when we're looking at so many gigs have dried up, and our clients are going underground. How, what are some of the things that you've done 
for yourself to keep your head up and continue moving forward and maintain that forward trajectory? Well, it's given me the time to kind of put the aircraft in the hangar and tighten down the rivets, <laughs> change the gear, <laughs> refuel. Uh, this is an opportunity for us, especially it's only been a month and a half or so, to start really reassessing our business and tightening down the leaks and uh, issues in, in our business, right? Be it in revenue and, and costs and uh, expenses and operational excellence. And then looking at myself in the mirror, like I said, hey, let me reassess my fitness. Let me start meditating more. Let me start reading those books and, and filling my, my fuel tank with more tools and tactics. So always working on myself uh, because we're the pilot in command at the end of the day. And then it's about getting on the, in the hard work of, of taking this job. And I'm a speaker, but I'm, I'm not a, my speaker is the conduit in which I deliver my content, but I am a, a performance expert. I'm a leadership coach. I, I give people courage. I inspire people to take action. That's who I am. And I'm, I've done it on the platform and keynotes, and I've been very fortunate to have a lot of the accolades in, in the industry, but I'm also, um, uh, trying to get better every day and then assessing my team, my marketing folks, my, uh, my web designer, updating uh, marketing materials, creating new programs uh, on resilience and crisis leadership, which is one, wasn't at the top of my list, although I talked about it. I'm reassessing what my clients and, and future clients need, mm -hmm. creating new products, helping them out as much as I possibly can and leveraging my marketing materials and my deliverables so that I can deliver it to them in the manner in which they like, either through a podcast, through a Zoom webinar, a coaching call. I've been doing more coaching with executives and managers who are, who are up in their game. Um, but, but it's taken time, right? It's taken time and, you know, uh, it, 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 uh, it's definitely reaping some benefits because I'm, I'm starting to book some deals and, and doing some more virtual uh, and uh, virtual coaching and keynotes. So I'm, I'm thrilled right. about it, but took took some time to update the website and the marketing materials and create the, the content that's relevant to what's going on today. No, certainly. And that's, that's the tough part is as you're creating this new content, it's, you know, it's one thing sometimes, yeah, you got to tighten up the rivets and obviously there's always going to be a maintenance schedule for ourselves just as much as any aircraft or piece of equipment. And taking the time to do that properly and then transition it into a new world, into a new world that we're seeing is huge. And what do you see as for the top things that you'd like to address with people around that resilience and around that mindset during facing these difficult times? Well, like I said, you know, we got to work on our inner wingman, right? So first thing, reassess the pilot in command of your day and your life. That's yourself what's your schedule? What are your habits and patterns when you wake up in the morning to when you go to bed at night? The disciplines that we need to stay on course and avoid the distractions that are going on is very, very important. Lord knows, swipe left on your, on your phone or swipe right on your phone or you hear some news media or somebody calls you and they're, they're, they're being negative. We, we've got to stay more focused and disciplined with our schedule than ever. So plan your day, be maniacal about every, every hour. What are you doing? Where's your mindset? The environment that you're in. Uh, and that's one thing. And then number two is, is really start, like I said, assessing your, your team because many times people are a little confused or overwhelmed or 
or full of fear that they can't come up with the solution that they have their business, but now they need to recreate. And by assessing your team and getting on the phone on these calls and talking to smarter people than you in, in their areas that you're weak and you delivering to them value that, they're, that you have that, that, that may be a weakness they have, now you're leveraging the collaborative partnership that, that creates results and opportunities and allows the people to, to make solutions. So network a little bit more with your team. Get on the phone, be vulnerable, share your fears, be courageous enough to ask for help, and, uh, and give your wings away as much as you can, and you'll find that the answers will bubble up, and uh, you'll come up with some solutions and then get about the hard work of, once again, putting that aircraft in the hangar and strapping on a new weapon system or upgrading your radar. You know, we're, we're, we were flying high altitude daytime missions <clears throat> over flat territory. Now we're over mountainous terrain at night, 550 knots, right? And using night vision goggles. So it's a different, different environment, but we're still flying the same jets. We're still the same pilot. We may have the same team, and now we have to leverage the tools and technologies and the, and the tactics necessary to stay airborne and, and hit our targets. No, absolutely. And that's something that having all those different tools in your toolbox, like you said, making that shift from high altitude over open ground to low altitude through the mountains at night with the night vision on, that's, that's what the training delivers to you is the ability to make those types of shifts almost on a dime. Yeah. And, yeah, 100%. And, and because you trained as such, you built that resilience pre-combat, pre-chaos. Mm -hmm. And so resilience is a byproduct of the, of the discomfort that you felt prior to the mission, prior to the bombs being launched. And uh, people are now flying by the seat of their pants saying, oh, shit, I got I to gotta adapt. I got to overcome. But they're, they're you know, dealing with it while they're airborne, getting shot at. You can't learn that way. You're in survival mode. You got to learn prior to the threat, right, Ted? And you mm -hmm. learned this oh, yeah. military too. And so, uh, you know, you may not be as prepared now. You may not have the team of relationships now in your Rolodex that people to go to, but it's an eye opener. And now's the time to refuel and retool in that manner, become more resilient. So next pandemic, God forbid it happens, and the next missile, the next economic downturn, the next chaotic, uh, turbulence in your business, you'll be more prepared. So um, it's always about what we do before the missiles come, and then that'll give us the confidence and the courage to stay in the jet and do our job despite the pressure. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, there's no shortage of missiles. We've certainly, as we move past the initial one into the pandemic and we found ourselves locked down, and now it's we're starting to look at, okay, what's next? How do we start coming out of this? What's our business going to look like if we have to scale back or if there's a slower call going back and, re and reducing the uh, social distancing standards that everybody has put, put out there. So the challenge becomes it's constant evolution. And for something that maybe we have to think a little bit more on our feet than we're used to, what's a way that we can be a little more agile in our way of thinking and adapting to these just rapidly, rapidly changing circumstances? So this is something so non-standard for the world right now. I mean, it is World War III when you think about it. 
Um, it's unprecedented and who, who would have anticipated this? And so I think any great leader is going to face the brutal truth, right? They, they're not going to say, well, I wish it was this. I wish we were back to work or I can't stand the fact that my business is down and I'm going to put my head in the sand and avoid the reality. We've got to deal with the new reality, accept it, get pissed off, do what you need to do, but then get about the business of, 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 of taking the, 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 the steps necessary to evolve through that. Uh, because you can't be in creative mode if you're resisting what, what's going on. If you're fighting it and not acknowledging the, the, the critical facts, it's going to be very hard. Uh, also, uh, you know, as leaders, we need to set the standard and, and set the tone for our team, our, our, our mindset, our positivity, our, our ability to strap in and do the job and set that, that standard of excellence and emulating it every day is going to be important about with, with creating a team of people around you who rally around you, who are inspired by your contagious positive attitude and the work ethic that you have. And will be receptive when you ask for help and come up with new ideas and, and solicit from your mastermind team or your network of top guns or perhaps your client, your prospect, whom you, you need to convince to, to purchase your, your product or service now in the manner which, which is more uh, relevant to them today, more today, right? Because, you know, being very creative mm -hmm. with how you're delivering it is the, is the key. And then, so, you know, you got to get on the phone and talk to folks, you know, what are your challenges? Hey, share with me what the biggest issue is right now that you're going through. And maybe I can find a solution for you through my services or product and, or, Hey, I've got relationships with a whole network of top guns. Let me find somebody who can provide you that answer and that tool. Um, to, to help you with your business or to give you a piece of advice to help you to grow. So um, there, there are many variables here, but it, it, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's being, being agile is, is a byproduct of your team and the confidence that you have because you know that they're building your picture. 360 degree view, you got 60 degrees of that view, but you got a whole 300 degrees of view you may be missing. And having great relationships with folks who, who see that picture and then consolidating them into a new flight plan uh, is often what you need to do to stay relevant and agile. No, absolutely. I agree. And I love something you said earlier on and within there was you can't be creative if you're resisting. And that positive mindset, that acceptance of this is the situation that we have ourselves in and using that mindset to help just attack the situation with a clear head is so incredibly valuable. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was talking to a young guy today. He's just overwhelmed and stressed and he's a very creative person. But when you're in that survival mode, you can't be creative. You know, survivors focus on threats, right? Mm -hmm. And winners focus on targets. When you're flying around in combat and you're, all you're worried about is a threat because the missiles are coming at you, you can't take care of your team as much. You can't hit the target, take out the bridge or or do whatever. You're dodging the threats and missiles, the enemy mm -hmm. aircraft. And there are times when you have to do that. And let's face it, I think now we're in that zone, right? I mean, shit, we're all panicked and hurting in some way. And we're in we're in that survival mode. But we gotta get out of that. And 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 that it's an evolution, it's a step. We gotta dodge those threats, figure out how to defeat them, and then continue on to the target. I think we're at that point now where people are starting to regroup 
uh, we, we set their vector towards that target because um, we've stiffed on the threat. We've got a new game plan and we, we, we may be, like I said, flying low altitude and fast instead of high altitude. And we may be flying at night instead of the daytime, but uh, we're, we're still making progress and we've got to believe in that progress. Otherwise we're going to be, you know, flawed by fate, uh, fatal mindset and that never inspires anybody. No, exactly. I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. It's getting past that survival mode and acknowledging that the threat is there and you've done what you can to take care of it. It's all about step two from there. And, you know, if we're rolling down and there's an ID in the road, it's, you're not focusing solely on the ID. You're focusing on creating the cordon around the area because there's either a wider threat or you want to continue your mission towards what your target is. You got it. You got it. Yep. And it's uh, adaptability and flexibility is the key to air and ground war, right? You got to mm -hmm. be flexible. <laughs> and, and it sure knows that you had the plan before. And once again, goes back to my never fly solo concept. Hey, who, who, who do I know who can give me the what? You don't always have to know the what, but if you know the who, they'll give you the what and maybe the tools necessary. If you're approachable and coachable and get your butt in gear and do the hard work, You'll, you'll be able to you'll be able to hit your targets and, and stay airborne longer and fly higher and faster. That's awesome, Walter. Thank you so much. I definitely appreciate you coming on the show today. This you got fantastic. it. It's been a pleasure, and uh, I'd like to give your folks a uh, a free download to my audio book if you'd like to offer that to them. It's uh, twenty bucks on Audible, but my New York Times bestseller, Never Fly Solo. Uh, it's uh, it's on Audible for 20 bucks, but, but if you want it for free, if you, if you uh, go to yourwingman.com, which is my website, yourwingman.com forward slash NFS, like never fly solo, put your name and email in and, and I'll send you the audio book. You can share it with your team, your kids, your partners. And uh, I'm all over social media at Waldo Waldman. If people want to uh, share some feedback on the, on the podcast or uh, get in touch as well. All right. Sounds great, Walter. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm sure some people will look forward to reading the book. I certainly enjoyed it when I perused through. So definitely we'll keep in touch and I appreciate your time today. Thank you. You got it, brother. Thanks for your service and all you're doing for the community as well. You too, Walter. Take care out there. Be safe. Thanks for being on the show, Waldo. I appreciate your time, your ideas, and your honesty. And thank you all for listening. I welcome your comments. You can, as always, you can find me on social media, both Twitter and Facebook at BlueCordMGMT or on LinkedIn. Search for BlueCord Management. You can learn more about BCM at www.bluecordmgmt.com. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast service. And as always, we're available on C-Suite Radio at c-suitenetwork.com. Thanks again. I look forward to continuing our leadership journey soon. Have a fantastic day.
You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. As a loyal fan of the C-Suite Radio show, I've got an incredible offer for you. Listeners to this podcast get 50% off a C-Suite Network membership. The C-Suite Network will help you become the most strategic person in the room. You will have access to top-notch benefits and networking, all helping you get the most out of your position. Take advantage of this limited offer today. Learn more about the C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com CSR. Again, that's 50% off a C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com CSR. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.